Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. All right, welcome everyone to the SEO rock stars. Today is this September 30th, 2014. And today we're going to do a little bit of a throwback episode of sorts, uh, as uh, my usual co-host, so this is Chris Boggs, by the way, I'm Chief Marketing and Operating Officer with the Internet Marketing Ninjas, and my usual co-hosts, uh, Jim Boykin and Darren Babin, are both unavailable today, so I'm joined by an old compatriot from, uh, well, from many different things, uh, some of which we probably can't talk about, especially on iHeartRadio. Uh, but um, we used to do a column together called Crossfire, SEM Crossfire, over at uh, Search Engine Watch, uh, which was aptly edited by Danny Goodwin, our good friend who's moved along now. Uh, so anyway, after that much ado, Frank Watson, how are you doing today? Actually, I'm doing pretty well, mate. I relocated down to Florida to stay in our resort. Uh, we're gathering forces down here, but uh, apart from the heat... Uh- they didn't tell me it was this hot. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's the one thing about Florida that uh, if there was, you know, personal air conditioning units, that's to me would be the most awesome thing. All this money they spend on science and, and so forth, and they haven't come up with some sort of personal air conditioning bubble yet. It's kind of disappointing. So um, down there, you're uh, enjoying life uh, with the Webmaster Radio crew, but obviously um, still very in touch with and working um, on a lot of search uh, and social marketing kind of things. So we got a good topic uh, lineup of topics today. Um, speaking of going back into the old school, um, Yahoo Directory is officially, allegedly, no longer uh, Yahoo Directory. You know, for many years, I used to say that the smartest $299 you could spend on SEO, and you could probably go out and search that quote with my name, uh, and you'd find that I wrote it somewhere, because the Yahoo directory was the smartest. And for people that may not know why, um, you know, if you go back to the earlier days of of the algorithms, uh, especially Google's algorithm, um, it was more dependent on algorithms outside signals uh, uh, because its technology wasn't as strong as it is now. So uh, one of the key outside signals that they relied on and and they, I think, rightfully gave credit to was the Yahoo directory because it was a human-edited directory uh, which allowed uh, Google to be fairly trusting that uh, whatever web page was listed in that directory under a specific category probably belonged there. It was so very unlikely that uh, you know some page about Viagra would sneak in under uh, you know a list of lawyers or something like that, uh, which is unfortunately sort of where the the sort of whole directory landscape has shifted you know over the years since uh, back when Yahoo Directory really was strong. Frank, did you use uh, Yahoo Directory a lot back in the day? Oh, mate, uh, you know Yahoo. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yahoo Directory was the first directory listing that I would recommend, followed very, very closely by Best of the Web. Agreed. And uh, and to a degree, 
you know, the Open Directory project, DMOS. Uh, but DMOS ended up getting real, you know, one, they, you know, it was a hard time getting through to the editors at times, and then people were selling stuff over there. Uh, I was always mad about it, the selling stuff at DMOS, uh, and I think it's a good little side topic there as we compare it. I mean, Yahoo Directory, I don't think there ever really were any allegations of, uh, you know, the ability to buy your way. Uh, I mean, you were paying $299. DMOS was free, right? So, um, yeah. I, I, I think I hated the idea of people being able to buy DMOS listings more quickly because simply because I never, like, uh, had the ability to do so myself. It's like <laughs> I didn't have access to that candy. I was actually a DMOS editor for a while. I didn't sell to anyone else. I just made sure anything that I had to list for my clients got ranked the best. Well, of course. And, and that, you know, um, again, directories, uh, DMOS was actually, for anyone that doesn't know the history, was cloned um, by Google. Uh, and uh, it was called the Open Directory Project, and it was meant to be this wonderful uh, thing that was, uh, you know, uh, brought together by the people. People for the people listing of uh, of um, you know hand edited uh, search or uh, uh, listings of websites and web pages pertinent to specific categories, right? So now that um, Yahoo Directory is going, and we certainly still have Botwa. I mean, I would obviously uh, continue to stand behind them uh, in terms of another place to you know get a listing and to help to improve your relevance. Um, what do you think? Um, What's substituting for that, Frank? And, and and I think you know the answer is probably varied. And and, and let's see what you yeah, think. Exactly. And, uh, uh, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there are so many. They, you know, you have what's what's happening now is you know there's a lot of localization, and you've got these you know like Yext, Yelp, Foursquare. You know, they're they're more sort of like Google is taking you know their information from various listings like that where you know if, if it's all about restaurants then they're looking at uh, I don't know seamless or Yelp for reviews and things like that you know it's um, it's interesting that you know they the bigger sort of industrial size directories have gone the gone to pasture and, and Yahoo dropping there so you know I don't understand that concept there's got to be people you know granted there's been you know quite a few people and I've seen the conversations in various places that you know what's the value anymore of the Yahoo directory but bottom line is they still had to have had tens if not hundreds of thousands of people you know and, and businesses that were paying that still you know what did it get down to only a thousand people paying them the 300 grand and it costs more to run it. It definitely wouldn't have cost much. I, you know, I think I could host that on a seven dollar a month. Yeah. Uh, GoDaddy. It got account. sloppy too. I mean, one of the things that actually became frustrating was trying to, you know, fully report on links, uh, especially like in models and agency models where, that I've worked in in the past, where, uh, you know, um, you're working on an hourly basis and you're taking credit for links, and then a tool spits out the links that you got. Uh, and in some cases, what Yahoo was doing was they were just duplicating the uh, the listing across all their different CCTLDs, which I think actually. Obviously, in some cases, help, but also was a bit of a pain uh, in the long run when it came about to uh, trying to clean up uh, the you know sort of link signals and so forth. 
Yeah, no, I mean, but the bottom line is Google is still a link-based search engine. So there's got to be places where you have to have, you know, certain uh, recognition, and, and it's surprising. It should be interesting to see what the impact is on the SERPs when Yahoo directory goes I don't think online. there'll be any I don't think there'll be any impact at all and 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 you know my answer to my own question from a few minutes ago is that Google doesn't need directories anymore to categorize content they have too many other signals that they're able to see thanks to their improved technology bought about by caffeine uh that allows them to uh, better and more effectively measure not only the authority of a particular page, but also its relevance, uh, you know, in, in a classification uh, that fits with its, uh, you know, its algorithm that needs to identify pages within its database to, to return on a search. So where it used to be that they needed that signal, now they've got so many more signals that frankly, um, you know, it, it's it's probably not uh, it, it's probably not going to make any changes. But we'll who knows? Maybe we'll. Uh, I think that would actually be a great thing to be able to somehow isolate is to try to find a, an old client or something where uh, you know their strongest link is still to this day maybe that Yahoo directory link, and then uh, take some uh, measurements of their current rankings and try to figure out if uh, if they took a loss. Uh, it'd be very difficult, I think, to isolate that, uh, uh, but it probably would be worth <laughs> worth a test. Uh, I think another way to do it would be maybe to uh, uh, you know leverage uh, best the web for testing like that, for example, uh, where you might want to take and, and add or remove and, and try to see the strength. Now uh, we do know because of the reports that have come out uh, and, and the example links that have been cited uh, both within Google's webmaster tool uh, communications to webmasters as well as uh, on some of their help forms that most of the other directories out there are crap um, so um, I think with uh, with I'll give the one caveat to that that I think and I'd love one from you Frank before we go to break but um, I think that it's still important uh, to belong to local uh, directories and, and directories that may be uh, very pertinent uh, for example Sempo um, you know as a disclaimer I'm on the board of directors there, but I think it makes sense to have a link on Sempo. Uh, it, not that that's why you'd buy the membership. Let's not start a whole conversation about that. But uh, that, you know, if you look at that as a local association and a type of directory that would, ex- like the Saratoga Chamber of Commerce, for example, I would join here in New York. Uh, those are the kinds of directories that I think nowadays you need to look for still as a business person. Uh, but uh, don't don't fall for the you know, SEO uh, type directories that are out there. There's a lot of networks. I'm not going to name any of them, but and I don't think that I'm outing or harshing anyone because all these networks have already felt the pain of going out of uh, relevance. Uh, Frank, any other caveats to that? Well, I, you know, I agree with you 100% on, on, you know, the fact that you should be looking for local and, and it it depends on what you call a directory. You know, I mean, you have things like Yellow Pages that, you know, now is yp.com. And, you know, a listing there, not only is it a, a link to your business in a very categorized way, but it also gives Google the opportunity to verify your your company name, your phone number. You know, now it's NAP, name, address, phone number. You need accuracy in wherever that's listed. Okay. Not even with a link, just the association of name, address, and phone number. 
So, I mean, that, those sort of directories or those places to get citations, as they're called now, more than you know, directory listings, uh, are important for especially for local people. All right. Well, the Yahoo directory is gone. We're going to go to a break. We may get back to the ORCID topic, uh, which also left us uh, this week or in the past couple weeks. But when we do come back, we're going to shift to some more uh, current topics, including HTTPS and Google's Panda 4.1. Stay with us. You're at SEO Rockstars. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everyone. Welcome back to SEO rock stars. Uh, today is September 30, 2014, and I'm here. This is Chris Boggs. I'm here with Frank Watson, the famous Aussie webmaster. Uh, and we're going to now talk about, um, let's see. Uh, we're, let's switch to HTTPS. Um, this is a great example in SEO where uh, you know uh, 
it's I want to try to be diplomatic here because obviously sometimes you make the right call and you follow something uh, like let's say for example no follow might have worked for a while for some people and they made the right call right away and they implemented it and and then in the long term maybe it didn't work as well but uh, here now we have the current post uh, and and reported uh, by Jennifer um, over at the SEM post uh, that um, switching to HTTPS will n- not increase rankings. So, um, you know, a few weeks ago or months ago, um, I guess in August, um, there was some content uh, that indicated, uh, if you read it that way, um, that Google uh, was going to give, uh, had Matt Cutts had hinted that you know, Google may give a little bit more value if your site is HTTPS uh, within the algorithm that helps to rank it for organic search. So, um, you know, switch to a month and a half or so later. People have been talking a lot about this, and now uh, Jennifer Slag reports that uh, there's uh, the office help hours where John Mueller um, joins us from Google Switzerland uh, fairly regularly. Um, he talked about the topic specifically and said uh, that you wouldn't that he wouldn't expect any visible change when you move from HTTP to HTTPS. Uh, just from that change, just from SEO reasons. So I, I think it's a great example, Frank, of uh, where we've gone, you know, uh, a lot of people heard something, maybe made some changes, and, and let's talk about some of the problems, right, that, that, that uh, might have come about. I mean, what, what, did you go and certainly... Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. You know, I mean, it was like, what am I, you know, one, why am I doing this? I, I'm, I have been, you know pushed quite often by Google by the expectations of what you should be doing you know but I mean the go you know and the thing is some of those HTTPS you know security certificates cost money you know and if you're working with clients that have got huge websites and you know you you're not rolling some freebie you know security certificate out there for them to use so you know if it was a decision, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in. Well, let's see what happens first. You know, it's like we may take a little bit of a hit, but you know, then we know what we've got to do. As opposed to why are we going to all of this when you know, God forbid, something happens where you know, the site gets a little screwy and the connections with Google are you know dropped there for a little while and all of a sudden you got to deal with that sort of issue that Google has if you don't have continuity you know it was like no I'm not touching that and you know they just keep telling us here's the hoop jump right it's it's funny it is almost like you could see some uh, sadistic little game <laughs> that you know if you if you're you, it's a very easy easy screenplay to imagine uh you know with matt Cutts sitting with his fingers kind of uh working together and saying Mwah-ha-ha-ha. um you know the the point is like a glenn gary glenn ross you know Office right, manager. right. And the, the point, and, and I think it's important what John Mueller says, is that, um, and this is actually something that I will bookmark and use uh, really relevant to any time you're going to talk to someone uh, that uh, has a business investment in a particular website, and they're going to be undergoing some changes. Uh, you know, directly the quote is, that said, anytime you make significant changes in your site, 
change the site's URLs, you're definitely going to see some fluctuations in the short term. You'll likely see some drop or some changes as we recrawl and re-index everything. So this is something obviously SEOs have been telling um, business owners for a long time, but the more often that Google and people from Google say this and, and it's, you know, it's quoted and it's significantly directly from someone that's senior at Google, the easier it is on uh, consultants and, and, and agencies to remind uh, people that, um, you know, as we're supporting them through uh, changes in URLs, um, that, uh, that there will be that there will be a, a loss, and and really, uh, especially for e-com sites, you know, flat is the new up when it comes to like a migration from a uh, Webster Commerce to ATG or something like that, right? So uh, there's there's varied levels of complexity, and and just simply saying, oh, I want to switch to HTTPS because I think it's going to help my SEO, and then if your um, you know if your IT team blows a fuse, you can probably try to maybe consider reconsidering uh, that right <laughs> yeah exactly you know that's that's the problem and you know even even if there was going to be you know it would have to be a seriously significant change because you know there are so many random variables i mean i remember having a client who had at the bottom of all of his pages about 50 internal links and I'm telling him, I'm going mad. This was you know, something you really recommended mean. last week, right, to a client, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he. this is a while ago, but, you know, I, I tried to tell him. But the problem was his site was ranking well at the time. So you get a lot right. of that where even, you know, and, and, and when the HTTPS <laughs> came through, it's a lot easier to use that argument to say, like, hey, until such time as you see an impact, why deal with it? I mean, I get a lot of clients when I'm recommending them to make a change and they're ranking for certain things in positions where they're doing really well. They're fearful of something happening on the negative side. You know, they don't see it as, you know, if we do this, we, you know, we should be able to improve a lot across the board. They look at the few instances where they're doing well and say, I don't want to even risk that. So the HTTPS, I don't think as many people jump to that as has has done other things that Google have asked us to do, you know, like particularly with getting rid of the bad links. When you know, when you get a knock on the door from Webmaster Tools, that's something that you have to address pretty. Quickly. That's correct. Um, let's quickly talk about the Google Search Billboard ad, and then we'll take a break, and then we've got a couple last topics for today. Uh, Barry Schwartz reported over at the Search Engine Roundtable um, that. Um, Google, uh, ta, 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 ta. this was the, uh, oh, that, that's right, I wanted to talk to this one about, uh, th- about this one with you, Frank, because you recall that Ask.com or, or someone used to do some billboards as well. So, point is, uh, ba- way back in um, 2007, Google did a, um, uh, a specific uh, um, offering where they were allowing marketers to advertise through them to get billboards um so uh, now they have a new uh one that's up google does um uh, it's a search billboard ad in williamsburg brooklyn uh which you probably know that area pretty well frank by north 8th yeah. and kent by the large flea market uh apparently this uh, no it well. says okay google where do flea markets get their name 
So I've seen a lot of the okay Google ads. I'm starting to see them pop up uh, in my uh, online experience. Uh, uh, it seems like Google's doing a pretty large push right now across some of the more, uh, I guess you could say, outside of search uh, types of marketing uh, channels. Well, they did. Actually, Google. if you go back to like 2005, 2006, Google did a bunch of billboard ads in the, you know, the Mountain View, Silicon Valley area uh, with like a, these big sort of mathematical uh, equations up on a billboard. And basically, you know, it challenged engineers and mathematicians. And when you figured out what it was saying in some sort of code... You know, it was a job offer. Right, I remember that. And then the one that, uh, you know, so the I other mean, one they've, in 2007 was the Ask.com response to the oh, Google one. No, the it's 800 Goog 411, a huge billboard, and then right below it, Ask added a, bill, a billboard that said, the Unabomber hates the algorithm. So I don't know, and that's a little bit of an interesting one. Uh, well, in, in Brooklyn again, the, when I was still living there and traveling into the city every day, there what used to be an ad that you know about jesus it was you know like you know can you can you can you find jesus ask ken that type of thing and it was like and then there was another one about jesus is a muslim yeah they i think it was porter whatever the name of that advertising agency was that that rolled that out but it was it was like oh wow well we know what happened with ask (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, were you there when they when it went from Ask Jeeves? And yeah, they grabbed, I was you know, there. In fact, I think that's still one of the top uh, image results for my name is me with one of those uh, girls with the red wig on from that event. They um, they uh, okay. they yep. carbonate. They they, they put Jeeves a la Star Wars Han Solo style. Some great times. Hey, listen, we've got to take another break, and uh, we'll be right back for our last segment. We're going to talk about Google Panda 4.1. So for all you small, mid-sized businesses out there, this could potentially be some good news. Uh, We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, panda and penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. 
internet marketing ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everyone, we are back. It is SEO Rockstars, September 30th. I'm here with Frank Watson. This is Chris Boggs. And now, um, so uh, reported on September 29th in a number of locations across our uh, search uh, engine ecosystem, uh, but I'm looking at a one from Barry Schwartz here at Search Engine Roundtable. Google Panda 4.1 is now rolling out, and it ha- aims to help smaller sites. Uh, according to the specific announcement uh, from a gentleman by the name of Pierre Farr, um, who had the luck, uh, according to Barry, of being able to announce this, um, uh, the earlier this week they started a slow rollout of an improved Panda Algo. Um, they're able to discover a few more signals to help Panda identify low-quality content more precisely. This results in a greater diversity of high-quality, small, and medium-sized business sites ranking higher, which is nice. Now, I think that that's very interesting, just the way that it's written. Um, It says, by the way, depending on the locale, that around 3 to 5% of queries are affected. So that's always a big number. Yeah, because keep in mind, uh, you know, of the millions and billions of queries that happen, only 10% probably are worth any money. (laughs) So if 3 3 to 5% are are affected, chances are that's of those 10%, right? Yeah, that's that's the other amazing part about the numbers. It's like... Three to five percent shift on the homepage. You know, I mean, that's across the industries and all of those. It's not the fact that there's two million search results for a particular search. It's the impact that it's having on the front page. And as much as these guys are now saying that it was supposed to be helping small to mid-sized businesses, I saw yesterday. Uh, a person screaming about the fact that the changes had impacted real estate, that all the small local real estate businesses have been dropped out of search results when you're searching for, say, you know, Miami real estate or, you know, those sort of higher-end terms. Now you've got the Zillows and the MLSs and all those just 
taking over that space. So I don't think it's all geared. Whatever they tweaked, I don't think it was all geared towards helping. But that always makes it very interesting. I just did a search for Saratoga Springs real estate, and I got Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, Ruhan, uh, Sotheby's. <laughs> You're right. That's not. So I think yeah, one out see? of the five there. There's no local result because this is probably the effect that I think probably should be under a little bit of a uh, pigeon-style effect as well, a search like this, I think. So uh, one of the things I wanted to point out, too, and discuss is that I, I personally think that it becomes dangerous um, when Google takes user feedback and then tweaks their algorithm, obviously tests it, but then is resulting in a greater diversity of high-quality, small, and mid-sized business sites ranking. So if I'm the big guy, you know, I'm like, wait a second, what the heck's going on here, right? Because it's almost like I would almost do a sport analogy on this, and I'm going to play the side of the big you know, the big, huge organization like Realtor.com or whatever that uh, feels that it has good content out there that's pertinent and relevant and local, um, why should Google go out just because, you know, if I want to look at it from a sporting perspective is I'm beating their team up and they go crying to the ref and the ref says, you know, you're right, let's, on the next drive, let's look for a way to make sure you get a couple first downs. Uh, that's to me that that's one way that I could look at the way that this is written is that Google's going out of their way to tweak the algorithm to make it quote unquote more fair. But is that more fair to everyone or more fair to the people that are complaining the loudest? And and yeah, no, no, I'm just playing one side of this story real. here. Go ahead, Frank. You know there is that you know there is that element of the squeaky wheel, but the the thing is you know. What Google has started to realize, and I think over the last you know, two, three years in particular, is that people want to find that local business. You know, when they're searching for things, and especially when they put in a location, they're looking for something that's local. And yet, some of the moves that they've made, you know, I mean, the big brand change, you know, that seems to be slipping back again. You know, because... It's a, it's a two-way thing. If they if they put in the big brands, then possibly the big brands aren't going to advertise because the small guys can't afford it. You know, maybe they can do some really serious localized paid search, but when you're looking at the really big advertisers, they're the huge companies, and you know they you know maybe Google's going well. We'll give the local information because that's really what our users want. I think our users want the best possible information. And the best possible deals, you know, that couponing and you know, and they feel they get that more from you know the local people as opposed to the McDonald's and you know, Amazon, yeah. etc. of the world. Well, I agree, and I think this is going to be an ongoing you know discussion as the algorithm updates and and Google continuously tries to serve all of its users uh, and 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 obviously reply to complaints and and any allegations of unfairness. Uh, then, you know, it's going to shift and seesaw back and forth a little bit, I think. So, uh, Frank, thanks so much for joining us on the SEO Rockstars today. Such a last minute, but a perfect co-host you are. And uh, rock on, everyone. We'll be back uh, next week, hopefully live, with uh, another SEO Rockstars Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time on webmasterradio.fm. Check out our podcast at iHeartRadio. We'll be back. 
take care. Rock on. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.